you already smiling <laughs> you can't laugh before a thing happen you have to at least let the thing happen okay i will let the thing happen mr sandman bring me a dream pom 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 make him the curious that i've ever seen pom 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 give him two lips like roses and clover pom 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 then tell him there is lonesome nights are over sandman Alright. <laughs> Finally, I can get through a song without uh, the devil himself jumping in and uh, and anyway, uh, hello, hi, welcome the name of the show is Politics. Although <laughs> I call it Politics and the title of this episode is Napoleon. My name is Presh and I'm Ty and uh let's just get into some clean up from last week. Okay. So <laughs> You know like every couple of weeks I come and say wow last week was our most unprofessional episode yes <laughs> <laughs> last week really was our most unprofessional episode in in so far as I didn't actually watch the movie <laughs> that, we, <laughs> that we were talking about yes. you know uh not that I didn't attempt to mm-hmm. I simply fell asleep Yes. Oh, so you again sleep now. No. <laughs> so you want me to stay awake uh, 24 hours a day, you know. Uh, I think that's just unfair. I just think I think uh, you're placing unfair demands on me. My opinion. I'm sorry. All right. Cool. Uh I just uh, I'm not a fan, but uh I like to sleep once in a while. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Although I've heard sleep is the cousin of death, so Oh. You know. That's not correct. We can't judge uh person by their family members example this podcast <laughs> anyway right uh but anyway for, for whatever like I, the movie that we covered last week freelance yes came out on streaming the day after we posted the episode so it's like why did i waste money going to the theater <laughs> you, jesus christ and i'm always trying to find some way to blame you and who chose freelance as the <laughs> it was it was you yeah. can you say your name yeah oh okay yeah. <laughs> imagine i'm just like saying you you and then like unless is like who the fuck is he talking yeah. to <laughs> but yes i did watch it and uh it sucks it sucks dog shit okay <laughs> sorry i know you gave it a good review last yeah. week but uh i really thought all the action was co- cookie cutter and bland right okay and none of the jokes really landed uh Okay. <laughs> um you know you said oh, wow she has a lots of lots of great fits. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so either. <laughs> like <laughs> this movie just didn't do it for me, right? Okay. If you recall a few weeks ago I'm, I went through the well, I haven't even gone through it. The Robert Zemeckis filmography I watched a few of his films, right? Yes, right. This is a much worse movie, a much worse version of Romancing the Stone. Okay. Right where uh I've explained the plot of that, right? Yes. Uh the stately goes to I think Columbia mm. <laughs> to find a stone and she is like uh Michael Douglas saves her and they go through like an adventure through the jungle. Yeah. This is very similar <laughs> a similar premise but done way better in like the 80s. Okay. Right? But last year an- another very similar movie came out. It was called The Lost City. Oh. It starred Channing Tatum and Sandy Bullock. Oh. Do you remember that? Did you no. watch it? No. All right. Well, she's a a novelist and her novels are like real. Oh, right. I recall the plot. Yeah. Yes, and yes. he's the actor who plays the 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 main character in her books in the mm. movie version of those. Yes. And so the actor and her like team up 
Yeah. And it becomes like a real version of her books. But anyway, they also go through the jungle and, and he has to like save her. Yeah. So again, <laughs> this is just a worse <laughs> version of the, those two previous movies. So yeah, I really thought it sucked. Yes. Um, a five feels too harsh. Okay. But a six feels too good. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm leaning more towards five. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, Last week, the next bit of cleanup. Last week, our Australia mentioned some early Tom Cruise movies, and you said Mission Impossible. Yes, to which I, I replied, "No way, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> mid-career Tom Cruise, right?" Well, yes. you could say it's like the early mid-career, okay, or like the late early career. <laughs> it's like <laughs> late so early career. His first movie was 1981's Endless Love. Mm. Mission Impossible in 1996 was his 18th movie. So yes, does eighteen <laughs> movies? Does that sound like early career? To you? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does actually. <laughs> but yeah, from eighty one to ninety six, so fifteen years, he did eighteen movies, which is pretty strong output. Yeah, if that's, <laughs> and that's like, a lot. Yeah. Um, so, can we get into the news for the week, or do you want to clean up anything? Uh, no, I don't have anything to clean up. Sweet. So the news this week. Henry Kissinger has died aged 100. Finally. Right? He was the Secretary of State under my guy, Tricky Dick. And then later, Gerald Ford, after, you know, the loony left, cancelled Nixon for being too much of a... Too much of a pimp. Too much, <laughs> just too much of a cool guy having fun. It made the left so angry that to, that to, you know, permanently cancel him by forcing him to resign. Those fucking... I hate the left. <laughs> they, they, they're just bringing down cool guys. They hate to see a cool guy be cool, you know? Yes. But anyway, do you know what the Secretary of State is? Um, there's someone important in the US. <laughs> <laughs> Something more specific. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's really about all I've got for that. All right. Do they do like paperwork and stuff for the president? Essentially, they're the chief diplomat. Oh. So, do you recall our first enemy on this podcast? Our first enemy? Yes. Oh, um, what's his face? Brigitte. Yeah. <laughs> Brigitte is the US ambassador to South Africa. Yes. Right? And he really fucked us over yeah. <laughs> a few months ago by making some comments which he never verified. Yes. And uh, threw our, you know, economy into a... Like... It's already, <laughs> it's already you know very unstable. But that made things even more unstable, yeah. right? But anyway, he reports to the Secretary of State, okay, which in modern day or current day is Anthony Blinken. You know that is no. All right, well, <laughs> there's some there's some like videos of him standing behind Biden, and Biden is just talking some bullshit about Israel, and Blinken's face is just like, fuck, yeah. you are ruining my life, <laughs> Brandon. Shut the fuck up, Brandon. <laughs> but anyway, right. Uh, Hillary Clinton was the uh, Secretary of State. Oh. Uh, yeah. They essentially cool. fourth in the line of succession. Who's third? Well, uh, so do you want to go through the list? Yeah. Vice President. Right. I think that's quite obvious. Yes. Second, the Speaker of the House. Yeah. I've mentioned this many yes. times. <laughs> yeah. I think, well... An idea that was being floated was that, you know, when uh, they kicked out, uh, who did they kick out as the speaker? <laughs> that old person. Fuck, I can't remember his name, right? <laughs> yes. But they kicked him out as the speaker of the house. 
and then they and didn't have the anyone. idea being floated was they should get Donald Trump to be the, <laughs> the speaker because you don't necessarily even have to be a member of the House of Representatives. <laughs> it can be anyone as long as they get enough votes to be the speaker. Right, I could be the speaker of the House. Oh, <laughs> you should try that. No, I think you have to be like live there for a few years. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, anyway, so a lot of people are saying get Donald Trump to be the. The, the speaker. speaker of the house <laughs> will murder Joe Brandon and Kamala, and you'll be you'll be back. <laughs> we shouldn't be laughing <laughs> the assassination of Joe and Kamala, but uh, anyway. Third is the president pro tempore of the Senate. Do you know who that is? The what? The president pro tempore of the Senate. The sushi president. <laughs> Fair enough, good guess. <laughs> because you're right. <laughs> but no. Um, so you'd assume that's the equivalent of the Speaker of the House, but in the Senate, right? Yeah. But it's not. Okay. The, the equivalent of the Speaker of the House in the Senate would be the Senate Majority Leader. So whichever party has the, the, the majority. majority. Yeah. <laughs> the, whoever they elect to be the leader. That's right. equivalent to the Speaker in the House. Okay. The President Pro Tempore is the oldest member of the Senate. Oh. So... That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an it's, old person. I, I think it's just usually that. It doesn't have to be, but it's also done by a vote. Okay. But So it's not like the rule has to be you're the oldest person. Mm. It's just... You know, like, it's not a rule, but it's just something people do. Yeah. <laughs> What's that called? Like, uh... It's like tradition, you yeah. know? Nobody's forcing them to do it, but... <laughs> <laughs> but they're doing it. Yeah, right? So that person is fourth, uh, third in line. Right, And then okay. fourth is the uh, Secretary of State. Okay. Which, uh, that would be my ideal job. Secretary of State. Yes. Because, well, you get to travel a lot. Yeah. You know, you go to visit the diplomats. Yeah. If there's trouble, you fly in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they come like, you know, a TV show where they're like... Uh, Oh my god, we're in a big mess. Who can we call? <laughs> like, um, you know, Pulp Fiction? Yeah. When they call in the wolf? Yeah. Have you seen Pulp Fiction? Yes. All right. But yeah, you're yeah. essentially the wolf, but for the world. <laughs> like, so yeah, uh, Secretary of State, pretty great. Uh, yeah, the Superman of diplomats. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. But anyway. Kissinger is frequently used as the person who should have died when somebody cool <laughs> passes away. So, yes. name somebody cool. Um, George Lucas. Alright, so when George Lucas died. Well, it just doesn't work yeah. for somebody in the future. Yeah. <laughs> name somebody who's died before. Uh, Prince. Okay. When Prince died, yes. people would go, Oh no, why did it have to be Prince? It should have been Henry Kissinger. Yes. Right? <laughs> the reason is... He's one of the most evil men to ever live. Yes. I often bring up the podcast Behind the Bastards. Mm -hmm. And last year, Robert did a six-episode arc about him. Okay. Right? For comparison, the overwhelming majority of people only get one episode. Okay. If you are extremely evil, you will get two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> six episodes means you're a supervillain. You are. And you're not even like, I don't know, who's a lame supervillain? <laughs> like, I don't know, Kite Man. <laughs> well, but whatever, right? Right. He is a top five supervillain. He's like, he's like Magneto. <laughs> he, he, he is up there, you know, like uh, the Mount Rushmore villains. That's, yeah. he's, uh, he's on there, right? So his crimes are 
numerous. Okay. So to keep yes. this brief, I'll only list a few of his most egregious crimes. Okay. But I highly suggest you listen to those six episodes, you know, to get a better picture of him if you've never heard of him. And right. if you have heard of him, perhaps read deeper into his uh, evilness. <laughs> yes. His evality. Truly. All right. So the first okay. one I want to mention is uh, Cambodia, right? Okay. So the Khmer Rouge were a communist party that won the Cambodian Civil War. Right. As with Stalin's Soviet Union and Mao's China, a large number of deaths took place under their rule. You know, it was a totalitarian government. Yeah, right. It's estimated that it's between 1.5 and 2 million, which was 25% of its then population. That's a lot. Yeah, a quarter of your country is just gone. <laughs> that is right. crazy. Right. Um, this is partly due to a famine. Okay. Uh, and also due to turning down foreign medicine, which left people with treatable illnesses to die. Oh, Right. Damn. Okay. This is referred to as the Cambodian genocide. Okay. Right. Uh, similar things happen in both China and the Soviet Union. Right. Yeah. Whereas, kind of for the Soviet Union, it's more that Stalin placed his uh, faith in the sky. <laughs> Rob, uh, Behind the Bosses also did an episode on him. Right. But right. he's this guy who knew nothing about. Anything uh, about growing food, right? right? And yeah. Stalin made him in charge of the, <laughs> in in charge of like growing the food for the country. <laughs> so there was a huge famine. Yeah, there was different problems in uh, China and Cambodia, right? Mm. But essentially, the same issue happened that there was starvation. Yeah. But the issue is, if you accept aid from the U.S. or the Western powers, yeah, they're more than likely going to smuggle in like weapons and give it to your enemies. You yeah. know, if you're allowing them in the country, right. they may do anything, right? Yeah. So they want to keep a, you know, it was called the Iron Curtain. Yeah. You want to keep yourself separate from the West because they may do you, something. Do, that's if you allow them in, they may fuck up what you have here. Yeah. So I know the West says they want to come in with aid. Yeah. And I agree a lot of people do want to come in with aid. Yes. But I can somewhat understand their point of view that we cannot trust that they'll come in and not make things worse. Yeah. We can't yeah. go back in time and, you know, <laughs> see how it would have played out differently. But yeah, I'm not saying this was good. I'm saying I can see why they were worried about getting foreign aid. Yeah. Right? Right. But anyway, where are we now? Uh, to respond, Nixon and Kissinger launched Operation Menu and then escalated that with Operation Freedom Deal, which were campaigns that dropped 540,000 tons of bombs on Cambodia Jeez. to ostensibly destroy the Khmer Rouge, but ended up killing between 150,000 and 500,000 civilians. My right? goodness. Some of these bombs didn't detonate, so in the years since, many Cambodian people were killed you know, while just randomly walking around. Oh, no. It also made the soil difficult to farm on as, you know, you might detonate a bomb while you were planting or, you know, <sighs> something like that, right? Damn. And Nixon and Kissinger did this while, one, the U.S. was not at war with Cambodia. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh. You know. <laughs> oh, man. I shouldn't have to say this, but you shouldn't. I don't think you're allowed to bomb countries if you're not at war, right? <laughs> yeah, usually that's the and case. And even if yes. you're at war, it's still pretty rude, I would say, <laughs> yeah. right? But yeah, the second thing is they did it without the knowledge or approval of Congress, which is the body that authorizes, you know, bombing. Yeah. <laughs> or while starting a war. Okay. Or, you know, what's the word? Setting up the rules of war you know the, what's, what's it called the rules of engagement rules of engagement right <laughs> that's the, the and that's 
That's how I know it, right? But okay. What yeah. I'm saying is they did it without any knowledge from the Senate. Huh. Right? Uh, not Senate. Congress. Congress. Yes. Yeah. Right? So the second thing is Kissinger was later found to have sabotaged peace talks between the U.S. and the Viet Cong while advising the Lyndon B. Johnson administration during the Paris peace talks of 1968 by passing confidential intelligence to the South Viet- Vietnamese government. Right? Damn, okay. So do you know what the Viet Cong was? Weren't they the, like, uh, I don't want to call them militia. There was a... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's just go back to Cambodia, right? Yeah. Cambodia and Vietnam are neighboring countries. Yes. So Cambodia is fully taken over by communists, in this case, the Khmer Rouge. Yes. So they were then moving on to help the North Vietnamese army. Yeah. Uh, is it the North Vietnamese? Yes. <laughs> right? The North... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. It is, the North yeah. Vietnamese army, yeah. right? Which they were worried about communism spreading throughout the uh, the region. Yeah. Right? So they were funding the, well, partly funding and giving aid to the South Vietnamese to yes. fight against that yeah. communism, right? Yeah. So the Viet Cong, who are the militia of the North of uh, Vietnam, North Vietnam yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted peace talks, like, like I said here, right? Yeah. And he sabotaged those peace talks. <laughs> the reason being, uh, they wanted to run on there being a war. Yeah. But if the war ended, they couldn't. <laughs> they couldn't run on that in the next election. So he essentially kept on the, you know, prolonged the murder of people in a war because of he optics. More, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he was doing it on behalf of Johnson. Yeah. So you know, but like still. a lot of the things is like he's the bad man for. The guy who told him to do it. Yeah. That doesn't mean he's less... What's the word? Culpable. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know... <laughs> he's still a pretty bad guy. Right. The third is... Next is involvement in Chile with Salvador Allende. Do you know who that is? No. So... He's the hero of my hero. Okay. Who's my hero? <laughs> I have no idea. All right. I thought you were going to say Bernie Sanders. I was going to say Jeremy Clarkson originally. <laughs> <laughs> That's why yes, I did that little you're, side you're thing. You're totally correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the whole stuff top gear. Yeah. I modeled my life around it. As you can see, as I'm always talking about cars, you know. <laughs> That's my guy. <laughs> you're thinking of Jeremy Corbyn, which is the correct answer. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn. He is the leader of... Former leader of the Labour Party. Yes. Uh, okay. Truly, I don't know how to say it. I understand that people are human. Yes. They may sometimes have a bad position. They may sometimes do something wrong. Yeah. This man has never put a foot wrong ever. Oh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain it. But All his you know when, at school. When 100%. somebody inspires you yes. so much, like, uh, but the thing is, people are flawed. Yes. But this guy has no flaws. <laughs> but he uh, constantly speaks about how he was inspired by Salvador Allende to become, you know, uh, a socialist. Huh. Right? Okay. Allende was a, you know, a, a towering person within left circles. Right. Right? Okay. Um, so, where are we? Uh, he's a famous socialist leader in the era of Mayro Jez, right? This is from The Independent. Okay. Declassified reports would later show that Kissinger led the Nixon administration's efforts to destabilize the country. 
Uh, we're talking about Chile now. Right, and, yeah. And spent millions in covert activities to undermine his government and to protect U.S. business interests. Three years into Allende's rule, with the country facing record inflation and widespread strikes, which were in part funded by the CIA, a coup led by General Augusto Pinochet saw the overthrow of the democratically elected government. Kissinger denied any involvement or knowledge of the coup, although declassified documents later show that he and Nixon had branded Allende as a dangerous communist and laid the seeds for his overthrow. Allende was killed in the presidential palace on 11 September 1973 in what was came to be known as the other 9-11, oh. which I totally disagree with. <laughs> <because> <laughs> first of all, this happened in 73. Yes. So it's the first 9-11. Yes. Right? <laughs> but second of all, it's not 9-11 because that's just a deranged system that the US has. <laughs> this is 11-9. Right? This is the 11th of September, not... <laughs> when they say 9-11, that is the 9th of November. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is the other 11-9. Yes. All right? Exactly. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so people don't really like link Kissinger to this. Okay. Because it's like, you usually just say the CIA did this. Yeah. But the CIA are working under orders from <laughs> the Secretary of State. Yes. Uh, well, not necessarily all the time, just... Uh, just sometimes. Sometimes. When they want to destabilize <laughs> <like. laughs> <laughs> Right. So those are the three things I want to bring up. Okay. Right. But again, his crimes are numerous. Please <laughs> do not think this is the this is the tip of the iceberg, right? This is not <laughs> this is not like uh, I don't know, ten percent of the iceberg. Oh no. This is less than zero point one percent of the iceberg, oh, no. right? He is one of the most evil men, right? Mm. And I would usually celebrate the death of a deeply evil man like this. Yeah. But he won. There's nothing okay. to celebrate, right? Well, he killed so many people and never faced any consequences, right? Yeah. He won the Nobel Peace Prize <laughs> for because for you know he sabotaged those peace negotiations. Yes. A few like I said, they got elected and then when he was in charge, he did the peace negotiations that, oh, wow. <laughs> that ended the war, right? So he prolonged it to end it to get this award. <laughs> well, I don't think he you know, was aiming to get this award, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, he wins the the Nobel Peace Prize, right? Right. He died comfortable, surrounded, and held in high regard. Okay. His family surrounding him. Yeah. You know? Right. Hillary Clinton sought out his endorsement in 2016 because he was such a such a still revered figure within the you know the politics. Yeah, the political thing. sphere. Yeah. Although I call it the political full sphere. <laughs> 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 that is a mouthful. <laughs> so yeah, rest in peace, you <laughs> horrid piece of shit. Um, yeah, nothing yeah. to say. Again, he won. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that's the end of uh, that story. Okay. Do you have any news you wanna? Uh, not about that. I still have. Yeah, I yeah. still have news. I'm just saying we should maybe throw to each other instead of just one person. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, the Grand Theft Auto Six trailer released uh, last night well technically it releases tonight but uh, unfortunately someone leaked it I believe last night and um, <laughs> for those of you that don't know Grand Theft Auto is a franchise of games that is highly what's the word highly revered not revered I guess it's highly, highly esteemed 
Yeah, highly esteemed. Anyway, like, can I stop you right there? Yes. That's <laughs> one the funniest tweet. <laughs> Maybe I've ever seen. Okay. Elon Musk, right? Right. He is what I would call a tryhard. Yes. He's constantly yes. trying to <laughs> to, be, to be funny, right? Yeah. But it's only the Tesla sickos and people, you know, <laughs> that are part of his cult that find him funny. Yes. But he tweeted the funniest thing <laughs> ever fucking read, bro. But he's not tweeting it as a joke. He said this Seriously. Unironically. Okay. Right? He tweeted, I don't have it in front of me, but he tweeted something to the effect of, I could only make it 10 minutes into playing GTA 5. <laughs> I really dislike doing crime. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't stand the idea of shooting a cop. <laughs> I read it before you came. <laughs> I was falling on the ground. I was rolling around. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> I couldn't do crimes then. <laughs> In Grand Theft Auto, I couldn't do the crimes. <laughs> and then there's just a bunch of replies saying, "Yeah, I hated the crimes too, you know. I couldn't do it either." <laughs> but yes, he said that unironically. That's one of the funniest things I've ever read. But yeah. <sighs> anyway, sorry. Continue with your. Oh, sorry. Just to. I don't care about this at all. I don't play. Yeah. Games. Yes. Well, I play like crosswords <laughs> and like yeah. you know, like uh, the wordle. Yes. They do yes. like a wordle for like football. Oh, I see. And for like movies, like you know, all yeah. those little puzzles, mm. like those games I play. Okay. Not like a PS game. Yeah. Like I like to play FIFA, but mm. I don't have a console to <laughs> to play. So when I go to my brother's house so I'm, my parents house <laughs> I'll play on my brother's uh, console yeah yeah right but yes so anyway you care but yeah this is like a I'm just gonna take a big sip of water okay anyway this is like a a big thing in the the gaming sphere of things because it's been you love crime yes and you haven't been able to do it since <laughs> yeah. the last GTA <laughs> well I mean, they're still releasing updates for. I thought GTA you would say, "Well, you can still do crime." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, you were saying, "Well, um, you can still." Uh, they're still releasing updates for GTA Five, and they well, will. Yeah, they just announced it. Yeah. It's not like they're gonna stop <laughs> support on the day they announce the next one. But, I also heard it's quite a while away. Uh, yeah, it only releases in twenty twenty five. Yeah. What's that? 10 years away. Yeah. Uh, I'm checking my watch. Yeah. It's about 15 years away. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> just a quick 20 years. <laughs> anyway, but this is a, a big deal because GTA 5 came out in 2012. So it's been 11 years. Listen here, you sack of shit. The last Game of Thrones book came out in 2010. <laughs> <laughs> They show the entire series. <laughs> the series has been over for four years. And that's not even the last book. That's the second last book, you see. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'm just, I'm hearing you're complaining and thinking, fuck. <laughs> if only my last thing came out in 2012. <laughs> All right. But anyway, it's just, it looks so, so good. It's like the graphics are some of the most incredible I've ever seen and I'm really hoping it's actual gameplay footage and not just like animated a cutscene yeah 
Yeah, I know about cutscenes. Yeah, uh, I know about games. You think I don't know about <laughs> games? How many cutscenes does FIFA have? Oh, 34 million. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, anyway, that's that's GTA 6. So, next story. Well, are you done? Yeah. Next story. Um Elon Musk told Bob Iger to go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's turning into one of my favorite guys. And I, I, I like ironically. Yeah. Right. So what was happening I don't know what the context was mm. but he was like being interviewed by some guy in front okay. of a crowd. Yeah. Bob Iger the CEO of Disney was in the front row. Okay. Linda Yaccarino aka the Yak was somewhere in the audience. <laughs> okay. He's the CEO of Twitter. Yes. What what is he? What's his role? I mean he's like CFO. Yeah. Or he's like the owner. Yeah, he's majority shareholder, I guess. Whatever, but yeah. ostensibly the yak is supposed to be in control. Yeah, right? pretty much. <laughs> he was a big. Uh, who's the person who finds sponsors? Sponsor finder. Yeah, she was a big <laughs> sponsor finder, and the reason of bringing her in was to find more sponsors. Oh, I see. Right. Yes. So what happened was Elon Musk shared an anti-Semitic tweet. Okay. Right. Yes. And he was called out on it. Yes. And advertisers started to pull out. Yes. Now, so in that same interview he apologized for sending the anti-Semitic tweet, right? Okay. So that's first of all you're admitting you did it. Yeah. So <laughs> the the reason people are pulling out, you're admitting that you did it. Yes. Not that we needed to, you to admit it. We saw the tweet, <laughs> but <laughs> you're admitting it, right? Yes. But you can't be upset that people are not wanting to advertise with your company yeah right yeah uh, because you are associated with the company right yeah <laughs> and he goes on this tantrum of like these people they're killing the company <laughs> people not advertising on your platform is killing the company right it's <laughs> you know what um who's a big brand nestle Adidas. Okay. I'm just looking at your shirt. <laughs> Adidas uh not sponsoring this podcast is killing this podcast. Yeah. We are dying at this. <laughs> Please Adidas. I, I ate uh a nest of ants this morning. I needed protein. <laughs> I just reached down and <laughs> grabbed some ants. <laughs> Adidas you're killing me by by not advertising yeah yeah so this guy for whatever reason he believes that he that people advertising on his platform is a god given yeah right <laughs> yes if they don't do it they should be in jail yeah. <laughs> and he gives us incredibly cringe like what's supposed to be an ultimatum mm. where's like uh, you should go fuck yourselves And yeah. like he waits for like applause and nobody reacts. <laughs> <laughs> and that's maybe one of the most pathetic things I've ever seen. And I'm going to make a very deeply unkind comparison to Elon. Okay. He sounds like me trying to discipline my the class I choose. <laughs> I'm always like <laughs> trying to say something and they're like not interested in looking out the window or something. <laughs> that's how they reacted to him, yeah. But anyway, He turns to Bob Iger and says go fuck yourself <laughs> or something like that, right? Right. And yeah. So things are going well. I uh, <laughs> I again uh as I've maintained, I agree with everything he does yes. and uh 
He's just going to go from strength to, to strength, you know? Yeah, of course, yes. This is exactly what the advertisers want to do. <laughs> telling them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> but anyway, I should go back to saying, like, all advertisers have certain things that they will accept and won't accept. Yeah. Right-wing advertisers, if they see anything liberal, they won't advertise with that company or product or whatever, right? Yeah. That's right. their... Right to you know associate with who they want to associate with. Mm. You are nobody is under any obligation yeah. to advertise something. Yeah. Right here, I don't even understand what this logic, quote unquote logic, is using. Yes, <laughs> right. And he said, um, "You people are killing us." And <laughs> the guy was like, "I can't remember what he said," but he's like, "Tell that to the judge." And the judges, huh? the people. <laughs> he's like, he says something like, they're watching us and they're watching how they're killing this platform. We'll document how they're killing this platform. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> what? Just wear a GoPro. <laughs> See how it happened, bro. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, I feel sorry for the yak. Yeah. I'm just... <laughs> every time this guy goes on a wild, like tangent or you know I'm just like what is the yak doing <laughs> <laughs> she's like getting coffee downstairs yeah. she comes back and everything's on fire <sighs> anyway um, next story do you no I don't have you anything. had the one story yeah wow yeah <laughs> there's only one thing take up your week every week like I'm gonna glom onto one story and that's it <laughs> uh, excuse me <clears throat> so Brazilian Comic Con happened this weekend. Yeah. And we got the trailer for The Boys Season 4. Okay. Hot D Season 2. Okay. And Furiosa. What's Furiosa? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was so... <laughs> it's a Mad Max spinoff. Oh, nice. So in okay. Mad Max 4, we get introduced to a character played by Charlize Theron. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her name right. is Imperator Furiosa. Okay. Imperator is like a, a title. Yeah. Like a admiral, yeah. <laughs> or whatever, right? and uh, this is a prequel. We see her origin story essentially. Okay. And but she's played by Anya Taylor Joy. Oh. So much younger actress. Yeah, I I when they announced this, I just assumed it would be a Charlize Theron. Yeah. You know, like like she w- keeps w- what going. happens after Fury Road? Mm. But yeah, turns out it's earlier. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so did you see the Furiosa trailer? No. no. The, this is the thing. I forgot to do it, but I was supposed to send you all the the trailer so you can watch it. But <laughs> I thought it looked amazing. Okay. It's coming on next year. So next year is going to be huge. Yeah. Not really. I was thinking about Avatar, but Avatar is not there anymore. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. It's still June next year. Yeah. Uh, Furiosa. Yeah. I don't know what else. <laughs> There's a new Park Chan-wook movie out next year. Okay. I don't know the name, but yes. Just based on who has and hasn't made the movie recently, I think next year is going to be a big year. Okay. Bong Joon-ho. His last movie was 2019, right? That's ages ago. That's why I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's a long time. Maybe I've missed something or maybe he's working on TV or something, but yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, that's a long one. But yeah, there's a few people. I think there should be a new Spielberg. Okay. Did we cover Spielberg this year? Did he have a movie this year? I'm sure his last one was the Fableman's last year. Yeah. I can't think of one this year. But yes, so there probably will be a Spielberg Spielberg next year. Mm. Uh, Anyway, 
Anywho. The boys, I yeah. assume you also didn't see that. No. Very interesting. I'm very intrigued going into the season because I really thought season three was a a step down. Okay. At the end of season two, I'm like, is the boys like one of the best shows on TV? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then season three was just a a huge letdown for me. So I'm hoping this is a return to form. Yeah. Like I said, the spin-off Gen V, mm. it was good, but it was a lot like a teen drama, which is yeah. not really my cup of tea. Yeah. So I'm right. hoping, uh, yeah, the boys gets back to those first two seasons. Yeah. Oh, those were incredible. Return Especially, to glory. Yeah, during uh, lockdown. Yeah. I watched it with you during lockdown. Yes. Yeah. Because you you can't do anything yourself. You need to be, <laughs> yeah. you need to be <laughs> strapped down to a chair. You get your eyes like forced open, like Ludovico technique, and forced to watch things. That's how. Clockwork <laughs> orange me. Yes. Then uh, Hot D season two. Yes. The first thing I want to say is, do you even know what Hot D is? House of the Dragon. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I am. No, that's shocking. <laughs> I was really shocked, bro. But yeah. Did you watch it? No. No. <laughs> no. Stuff. Have you seen the first season? No. Well, since you have time now, right? Yeah. I would maybe say watch Hot D season one before watching Game of Thrones. Okay. Because that's much easier to get into. Get into. It's one season of nine episodes. Yeah. Nine, so nine or ten, right? It's not very long. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's like an eight out of ten show. Okay. Uh, if you like it, watch Game of Thrones. If you don't like it, you know. Don't watch Game of Thrones. Watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, look, the first couple of seasons are like perfect television. Okay. Maybe up until season four. Yeah. Five is a step down, but it's still pretty good. Okay. Six is an aberration. Okay. Like, I know people always go about the the last season. Yeah. But six is the one where it really and I did a rewatch last year when Hot D came out the first season. Yeah. And six is abominable. Oh. You needed like. A <laughs> <laughs> That should have been your first clue that something is wrong. Okay. And yeah. then season seven is, it, it's actually good. Okay. Season eight also bad, but yeah. uh, you know it had been bad since season six. Well, again, seven is an outlier. Yeah. But six was bad. That's okay. my point. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> People don't go on about how bad six was enough. <laughs> anyway, so that's my news for the week. Okay. Uh, except for this other news. <laughs> 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 which I thought we'd spin off into its own segment. Yes. Which is our first News. temporary segment. Okay, yeah. Right? Because yeah. this may come back. Yeah. So a recurring segment, but it hasn't recurred yet. So <laughs> let's <laughs> just call it a temporary segment, right? It's just a regular segment. The, the news moment. out this week is that, well, it's not news, right? Yeah. So what is my favorite podcast? Not this one. <laughs> that shouldn't Damn. even be in your thoughts. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I, I looked in your eyes and I thought, <laughs> he's going to say it. Let me stop him right there. I don't know. So it's called The Weekly Planet. Okay. I don't think I've ever mentioned it here. No. Because there's not really, you know, like with Behind the Bosses. Yeah. I'll, I'll be talking about like some historical figure and be like, hey, go listen to the Behind the Bosses about it. Yeah. But there's not really a lot of, you know, cross-referencing where I can be like, hey, go listen to The Weekly Planet about it. Yeah. Right. right. So, but I really love them. Okay. I've been listening since 2015. That's a long time. <laughs> That's when we got uh, internet at home. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, so they have a segment called Hot Scoop or Shot of Poop. 
Okay. So they get passed on anonymous information. Okay. And if a another source, another publication, mm. another podcast <laughs> wants to report on something that they've said, yeah. they have to mention that it came from their hot poop. Oh. Uh, hot scoop or shot of poop segment, right? <laughs> okay. They, we don't actually have to do anything. The host of the show, if they get it wrong, he'll have to drink a shot of poop. Uh, oh. Uh, now, we've never actually seen him do it. But yeah. <laughs> I assume behind the scenes, he's, you know, he's keeping up his side of the bargain. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but anyway, we can hope. So if this, the, the story is true. It's a hot scoop. If yeah. it's false, he'll have to drink Take a, a shot, hot, of <laughs> shot of poop. <laughs> right? Goodness. So we don't have to do anything. We just have to mention that it's from that segment. Right. So we are immune from drinking poop, except for the stuff you already do. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from that, you don't have to do any more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I can leave it at one shot of poop per week. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, uh, you know, you may be downplaying how much you actually <laughs> do, but yes, if you say one shot, you know, who am I to? You know, it's like a person with a drinking problem. Yes. You, you don't want people to know how bad your drinking problem is. So you're like, ah, oh, mm. I just had one shot of alcohol this week. Similar to you, you're like, oh, I just had one shot of poop. <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime, you've, you've put a pipe <laughs> into your head. <laughs> <laughs> and you just sit there and watch TV and like, oh, anyway sorry we should move on right? oh, God. so the anonymous tip they got was that Jonathan Majors potentially has a clause in his contract that prevents anyone else from playing Kang yeah Kang the Conqueror yes so this answers a question that I've had since they announced that they were potentially replacing Kang with Doctor Doom right okay we saw in that Robert Spider-Man movie that variants can potentially look vastly different yes right yeah. All they have to do is recast Kang and follow the plan that they currently have. That's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. But right. now that I found this out, this makes more sense. Mm. And I thought it would be a fun exercise for us to pit some plots. Yeah. Right? Right. So, what are the parameters of this? I think we ignore their current plan. Oh, So, okay. we see certain things that are popping up. Yeah. So, like, uh, at the end of the Marvel, sorry to spoil... Because <laughs> like, apparently nobody listened, nobody watched the Marvels. No, right? they are doing record bad business. Oh, I was, oh no! Disney stopped reporting the amount that of money that movie is making because oh, it's doing oh so bad. Goodness. Which Damn. we we spoke about like the challenges it had, uh, you know, in the yeah. episode about it. But yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, there's a young Avengers team being put together. Yeah, there's. A Thunderbolt team getting put together. Yeah. Do you know what that is? Yeah. What is it? I was actually looking it up today. Um, it's like, it's described as like a bunch of heroes and villains that come together for good or something. But it's basically just like, I don't know, I want to say like fringe characters where it's like Black Widow's sister and just like not really recurring characters. But they're just a team of people that does stuff. Well, the Thunderbolt slash Dark Avengers, right? Oh, Dark. Okay. Was when they, like, the Avengers were, like, I think they were missing or something. They were put out of action for yeah. whatever reason. So Norman Osborn, mm. who, uh, the Green Goblin. Yes. <laughs> but at that point in the comics, he had been de-goblined. So oh. he was the Iron Patriot. Okay. You know, the... The role that Rhodey currently plays. Yeah, he, yeah. he gets in the suit and yeah. uh, 
So he was the Iron Patriot, the analog Iron Man. Yeah. You had uh, Bullseye, who was the analog for Hawkeye. Okay. You had, you know, essentially, like, whoever's the Avengers, somebody with a comparable power. Yeah. So Hawkeye right. shot very accurately. Bullseye always gets something. Okay. But Bullseye is actually more versatile because he can use anything. Oh. Right? Oh, that's cool. Hawkeye... Well, I guess Hawkeye can use other stuff, but he's mostly proficient with the with the bow, bow and arrow. Yeah. Right? But yeah, uh, Bullseye can just take like a pencil and like, throw it and throw it, and it'll go through your head. Oh, like, <laughs> yes, but whatever the case is, a bunch of comparable people in the the movies or movies and TV shows. Yeah, we have the bad Captain America from um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. The U.S. government, I think, had like a variant of the the serum, the serum that they gave to Steve, mm. and they gave it to this guy played by Wyatt Russell. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> no the idea. Son of Kurt Russell. Okay. He was in Twenty Two Jump Street. Oh. He's the quarterback guy that uh, Channing Tatum. They were playing football together. Right. Okay. He was also in Black Mirror where he plays a game. Okay. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yes, you know Wyatt Russell. Yeah. But. So he's the bad Captain America, um, okay. Black Widow's sister. Yeah. She has Black Widow training, but she's not a good person like Black Widow. Yeah. So <laughs> she's bad, bad Black Widow. Yeah. Um, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. There's a bad Avengers team. There's a young Avengers team. Uh, there's other things that they're setting up. They're yeah. setting up multiversal incursions. Mm. I'm saying stop all that right here. Okay. You are pitching plots that have nothing it does not have to connect to anything okay just where do you want to go forward from here yeah because you know trying to wrap up all (laughs) (laughs) other left open plots you know is uh because i only sent you this message like yesterday right yeah either yesterday or like the night before that it was yesterday i'm pretty sure but so that's why that's the first thing i was saying yeah right uh so do you want to go with your pitch first um yeah, I can. But I was kind of... I originally thought of it along the lines of... You can do whatever you want. I was just... Uh, mm. Okay, just yeah. Just whatever your pitch is. So I'm thinking... Well, I was thinking... Like, Kang... I don't know, he's like... Sick or... Somehow dies in some way, right? And... Well, his physical body dies. But he's got like his conscience backed up to something. Yeah. And he basically becomes Space Ultron. Hmm. See, the thing is, that's still a version of Kang. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, yeah. Any version of Kang, I think we should. Yeah. Uh, Space Ultron is mm. actually one of the things I have <laughs> but, <laughs> but yes, that's a very good idea. Yeah. Carry on. Um, we could also have, like, I know there were rumors. That he would be replaced by, I think it's Galactus or Doctor Doom. Like they. Yes, that's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we mentioned this in news last week, and this is the impetus for this section. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we know he's being replaced by Doctor Doom. Well, we don't know. Potentially. Yeah. We, so, yes, carry on. Yeah, but that's all I've got in terms of theories. Was that your pitch for the. Basically, have him be Space Ultron, and then they fight him like that, instead of being physical Kang. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. All right. 
the the problem yes. that's been throughout the entire MCU yeah. is that they kill off villains. Okay. So the one of the first fixes that I want to make is to make villains recur more. Okay. So yeah. I look back at what villains we could potentially bring back mm. and which ones I think are a dead end. Right. So first one is uh so sorry, sorry. An example of this is Eric Killmonger. Okay. He becomes a huge fan favorite but you've already killed him. Yeah. And if you hadn't killed him in the movie, yeah. he would have been the favorite to take over the Black Panther mantle from T'Challa because Chadwick Boseman died. Yeah. Right? Right. So killing him in the movie was just a uh, they fucked themselves, right? Yeah. And there was absolutely no need. Mm. If they didn't have that third act twist, he could have been redeemed. Yeah. Could have been, you know, moving forward. Potentially, maybe Michael B. didn't want to do extra you know, stuff didn't, often. He didn't want to be stuck with the the Marvel movies. Yeah. So potentially, only sign on for one. Yeah. But the, the, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. There's it's, other ways he's not, to. He's not the only one. It's happened quite a few times where, like with Ultron, yeah. one one and done. He's yeah. in one movie, then that's it. Yeah. Right. They can't. <laughs> they don't have a big enough. Rogues Gallery to, <laughs> to to murder every uh, villain at the end of them, right? So yeah. we need to recur them. Okay. Here are the ones I specifically want to bring back. Okay. Ultron. Okay. There's two ways to do this. I feel. So okay. at the end of Age of Ultron, which yeah. so it's an Age of Ultron. But yes. It took over. It took place over the course of a weekend. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> the long weekend of Ultron, right? Which I think very like. It did him very dirty. Ultron is one of the big villains in the comics. He's like a, you know, top five Avenger villain. Okay. So. Up there with Kissinger. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but uh, Ultron didn't kill as many people as Kissinger. (laughs) Right. The Vision wiped him off the internet at the end of that movie. Yeah. And he was like having a chat with the last Ultron bot. Yeah. So the first thing is any Ultron bot is Ultron. Yes. So you can kill the main, quote unquote, main Ultron. Any Ultron bot surviving is still Ultron. Ultron. <laughs> right? Yes. Right. So first of all, a decommissioned, not decommissioned. Ultron specifically cut one off from the internet. Right. And like, and saved it somewhere. Either that, or like, made it behave as like an analog robot. Right, yeah. Right, so it, okay. it doesn't, it's closed off from other systems, but it, mm. it works in itself. Yeah. So that Ultron builds more Ultrons. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's my first avenue. Okay. Uh, like Ultron is on a USB. Yeah. Right? Essentially, right? <laughs> right. Then the second one is one of the Ultron bots went into space. Okay. And went out of, what's the word? Out of signal of. Out of uh, the sphere of influence. Of, of internet the, yeah <laughs> right right <laughs> so it's disconnected from the internet but it's still working yeah so there's potentially like an ultron bot in space that's like that kept like flying <laughs> and just landed on a planet and like it has beat, been slowly <laughs> taking over that planet it beat elon to mars and just colonized <laughs> the whole thing <laughs> well beat him there implies that he's gonna get that all <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that implies that his rockets are going to blow up as soon as it launches. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yes, either space Ultron, where there's an Ultron bot on the, uh, you know, that escaped. Yeah. It's on another planet. It's building up its 
Empire. It's Empire so that there's a lot more Ultron bots. Yeah. Uh, or, like I said, USB. <laughs> Ultron on <a> USB. <laughs> but speak here for USBs. Do you know who Arnim Zola is? I've heard the name. So, he's a man in a computer oh. from <laughs> Captain America 2. Okay. So, they get this USB. Yeah. And they go into Fort David or something like that. And okay. I, there's like a secret base underneath that military mm. base. Okay. And they go down and they find this big computer. Right. And they plug the USB in and it's Arnim Zola, who was <sighs> the scientist from the first Captain America movie. Okay. Right? Right. And they find out Arnim Zola has been living in a USB. <laughs> <laughs> and he says something like, I only backed it up to one USB or something like that. Yeah. And then that area gets blown up. Okay. I think it'd be very easy to just have another USB. Yeah. Somebody made yeah. <laughs> Somebody did a copy. <laughs> they went, like, they sat around the computer, said copy to just <laughs> went, they got a coffee, they came back. <laughs> now they've got Arnim Zola on a computer. Yeah. So he is the, not architect, but like... Uh, the inspiration. He's like in charge of Hydra. Oh. Essentially, right? Oh, in okay. Captain America, he was the one who... His algorithm is what set the whole thing in motion. Okay. Do you remember Captain America too? Vaguely, I think so. But they have these giant spaceships... Not spaceships... Uh, what are they called? Uh, Those yeah. fucking big ships that... The helicarriers. Oh, The helicarriers yeah. are going to shoot people that Arnim Zola's algorithm has uh, defined as a threat. Right. So they mention people and they say, Stephen Strange... Yeah. Uh, stuff like that, right? Right. So those ships would eliminate all heroes and all threats to Hydra's empire. Yes. Essentially, right? Right. I think that's a very cool <laughs> idea, right? Okay. Oh, the idea of bringing him back. I mean, yeah, yeah. The whole idea of Hydra is you cut one head off and like two more grows in its place. Yeah. They killed Hydra in one movie. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you know, recurring villains. Yeah. You... Well, you could argue that they they were in Agents of Shield for a few seasons, mm. but that's I don't think Agents of Shield is canon to the MCU. I have no idea. I all right. So part of why we're doing the segment is to look back after this multiverse saga is done and see what we got right. Yeah, I believe Agents of Shield is going to be canonized. Okay, that's not really a prediction because that's like yeah. one of the most obvious things that can happen. Yeah, but. I'm just gonna say it anyway. Goddammit! <laughs> Who's gonna stop me? Oh no, you're grabbing! <laughs> Don't grab the mic and take it away and just stop me from saying that. <laughs> this disease is very strong. I'm just I'm holding on for dear life. <laughs> All right, um, I forget what my next point is because this this part I was just like, ah, oh, I know what I'm gonna say. Let me just not write down as many notes. <laughs> Uh, oh, the Red Skull. Oh, yeah. What happened to the Red Skull? Didn't he become the keeper of the Soul Stone? Yeah, but the Soul's blow- Soul Stone blew up. Yeah. So what is he doing? Just sitting there, I guess. That's in our current continuity. Yeah. The stones blew up. Yeah. But Steve Rogers went back in time to drop all those other stones back. Yeah. So what happened to that Red Skull? Mm. You know, like it's yeah. <laughs> there's definitely a red skull out there that's just hanging out around for me, <laughs> right? So, what if he came back and also joined this whole uh, 
this Arnim Zola Hydra revolution. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. So that's why I'm just look like we can't bring back uh, Obadiah Stane. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. And very bleak not bleak like boring character. Yeah. Nothing to do. Yeah. So, you know, throw him in the bin. <laughs> Hella we can't bring Hella back. She's too powerful. Yeah. Even if we make her good, she immediately destroys any anything. Any threat against the Avengers, right? Yeah. Hella's way too powerful. Yeah. She is hella powerful if you Anyway, <laughs> um, Malakith mm. is he dead? I don't know. I don't think so. I think he was like in a in a spaceship, and that spaceship blew up. But the point I'm trying to make here is everyone who's dead, yeah, that we do want to bring back, yeah, we can do it in the multiverse, right? Yeah, and I believe this was their plan. Bring them all back. Do you know what Secret Wars is? Yes. What is it? It's a TV show about the Skrull and the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> that secret invasion. Oh. Oh, secret war. No. It's the name of two comic book arcs. Okay. One in the, like, 70s, 80s. Okay. That's where Spider-Man got his uh, black costume. Mm-hmm. And one in, like, 2015. Okay. And they're more or less adapting the 2015 version into the multiverse saga. Okay. Right? Yeah. Essentially, there's these things called incursions. Yes. They explain it in Multiverse of Madness, right? Yeah. It's when two universes collide, yeah. causing one or both to... To, to do, do some funky things. things. Like explode. Yeah. Right? So, it becomes a multiversal war mm-hmm. where, you know, like the Avengers of this planet, they can't allow their planet to die, so they have to fight it. You know, yeah. which other universe is coming? You know, to what's the to word? Explode them. Explode, yeah, yeah. So, Doctor Doom, he yeah. gets the powers of a god, yeah, and kind of reforms the universe, and he takes portions of this world and that world and that world, and he makes one big world called Battle World. Okay, right, and on Battle World, like there's a big fight where heroes and villains fight. Oh. Which is very similar to the original Secret Wars where somebody called the Beyonder mm. transported like a lot of Earth's heroes, a lot of Earth's villains to have like a a fight. Okay. And again, on that alien planet that's where Spider Man's uh Black suit. The, the symbiote came. Yeah. Right? Anyway. Oh and at the end of original Secret Wars, I'm pretty sure Doctor Doom steals the Beyonder's power as well. Oh. <laughs> He's like Right. So this is why they're saying Doctor Doom as the replacement for Kang because yeah. he's the <laughs> he's the person that it happened to in the comics. Yeah, but I assume they wanted to use him in separate in in a separate storyline, mm. right? And use yeah. Kang for this, right? So anyway, I believe that Battle World is yeah. going to canonize the X Men movies. Okay, right? And say, okay, X Men one two, you're here. Yeah, uh, Old Man Logan, you're here. Yeah. Uh, what other stuff <laughs> you know like the the daredevil Electra yeah all those stuff it's gonna be put onto one world battle world okay and canonize all the previous Marvel movies that have been made yeah which <laughs> do you know I was talking last week about member berries yeah it's like oh remember this yeah oh remember this yeah 
there was this thing you know like when that rubbish spider-man movie came out <laughs> right yes people hated the amazing spider-man movies oh but seeing andrew garfield back everyone was like oh my god <laughs> and there was this like nostalgia for the amazing spider-man movies which yeah <laughs> I like the second one uh, more than the first. And I like I like the theme, not theme song, like the what's the final song? The final song like uh but whatever the, the case is like you see him like the finale I, song. I like guess. he goes to fight the the rhino mm. and then this Kenrick Lamar and Alicia Keys song starts playing. Oh. That thing's a big banger. Okay. But <laughs> anyway, The Amazing Spider-Man movies were hated. That's why it was rebooted, right? <laughs> <laughs> Now there's this fake nostalgia for it. Oh, I don't want to say fake. Yeah. But like, there's uh, nostalgia. That what's another thing that was like? Oh, um, Anson Mount in uh, Multiverse of Madness. Okay. He's one of the Inhumans. Yeah. And you remember I said the Inhuman show was awful. Yeah. <laughs> he's another one that's been canonized and it's like that was an awful show. How can people be happy about this? <laughs> right? So But it just are. seems that if you bring somebody back from a movie that somebody has previously seen, yeah. it becomes better in their minds. Yeah. Because it's a person that they know. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what the entire battle world thing is going to be. Oh, do you remember this guy? Oh, do you remember that guy? Yeah. I think they can use this as a good thing to bring back people. So Eric Killmonger, you're back. Yeah. Obadiah Stane, you're back. Which I think was their plan anyway. Yeah. But what I'm saying is don't use that. Okay. Or at least don't lean on it as a crutch. Okay. There's ways to bring back people in our main universe. Yeah. Without, uh, you know, multiverse this, multiverse that. Mm. That's my point I'm trying to get you. Okay. Recurbalance. Yeah. And that's the only one I can remember. <laughs> Again, I should have written this down. <sighs> Again, I'm most uh, unprofessional episode. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Sorry, gang. <laughs> anyway, context for the movie. Um. Or do you have any other stuff? No. So, Sir Ridley Scott. You're yes. knighted. That's a. That's, oh. how, that's how it works you oh. get called sir yes yes <laughs> right. indeed sir Ridley Scott well, and he is, you can't get knighted if you're not British yeah, yeah. Well, you can get knighted but it's not you don't get called sir you get called something else yeah you get a certificate you can <laughs> put on your fridge <laughs> <laughs> right sir Ridley Scott is an extremely prolific director yes. with Napoleon being his 28th film yeah right and uh, I'm gonna go back to Tom Cruise Okay. Uh Mission Impossible, I said that's his 18th movie in 15 years. Yeah. Actors can appear in multiple movies per year. Yeah. Directors, although they can make multiple movies per year, it's much more difficult yeah. because they're doing a lot more work. Like uh, I mentioned Spielberg did uh Jurassic Park and uh fuck, something else. Schindler's List in the same yeah. year. All right. Right? Yeah. That's Uh, that's what I'm saying it's possible for directors to do more than one movie mm. it's just they also want to take time off etc yeah so 28 is extremely <laughs> prolific that's yeah. like I'm pretty sure Scorsese has 29 jeez right so it's but I, I don't know if it's 29 precisely but in the late 20s it's so it's, it's a lot <laughs> yes yeah 
And Scorsese started directing like four years before this guy. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, anyway. Uh, Both he and his younger brother, Tony, Mm. who I assume that you are much more familiar with. Oh, yes, definitely. Tony Scott. Yes. Yes. Who is he? Ridley Scott's younger brother. Wow. Every week I come here and say, fake fan, fake fan, (laughs) fake fan. This is the fakest of a fan I've ever seen you been. Okay. Tony Scott directed Top Gun. Oh. You don't even like Top Gun. <laughs> you like lower guns. Those are your favorite. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awkward. Yeah. I'm not even a Top Gun fan. I love Top Gun, but uh, I guess I'm the only host on this podcast. That <laughs> right. But both he and his younger brother, Tony, uh, they started off as commercial directors. Yes. So they have a... He has like a little company that makes commercials. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, the most famous of which is the Macintosh commercial. Do you know about that? No. So a few months ago, I mentioned the movie Jobs. Yeah. And if you just watch any biopic about Steve Jobs, yeah. one of the big moments for Macintosh was when this ad went out. Okay. It, it's essentially like a, there's like a big brother Okay. Scenario going on. Yeah. Where everyone is controlled and like uh, watched. Yeah, watched. And, you know, there's conformity. Yeah. But the Macintosh is like a, a symbol of freedom oh. and, you know, like free thinking. Oh, That's what that advert was about. And it gave the the idea that Mac was for like creatives and free thinkers. And like uh, it was a big moment for Mac as a company. Okay. You know, yeah. Well, sorry, Apple as a company. Yeah. Were they known as Apple? Um, yeah. I, I think the Macintosh is just the the machine. The I thought it was... So, like, Apple was making phones, right? And then they wanted to diversify. And they... Oh, okay, I don't know. I don't know the... All I know is that biopic I watched. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even... It's just a, like... What's his name? Michael... Oh, is Magneto. Fassbender. It's yeah. Fassbender just having talks in rooms with people. It's, it's not even like... <laughs> I saw that shit. They were just chatting in rooms. Yeah. Yeah. And he gives a speech on on a stage. That's yeah. all I know. <laughs> That's... <laughs> right. Uh, due to this, he is frequently labeled a style over substance director. Okay. Which I somewhat believe. Okay. Right? I think the topics that he chooses make movie to make movies about are usually filled with grand themes and epic scope. Mm. But yes, the overwhelming focus of his movies are the visuals. Okay. Which I don't think is a bad thing. Uh, I used to put put more stock in the story and acting, but then sometime like in maybe 2020. Yeah. Like when the pandemic happened and I started watching a lot more movies. Yeah. I put a lot more stock in visuals because well, it's a, a visual medium. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, kind of important. Yeah, it's pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, if he's paired with a great screenwriter, yes, incredible art is made. Okay. Unfortunately, he doesn't always pair up with a great screenwriter. <laughs> oh, <right? no. laughs> if you recall, I said that Greta Gerwig was the female Zack Snyder. Yes. Following that an- analogy, Ridley Scott is their father. <laughs> right? They've got a whole little family going Yeah. <laughs> well, like... I'll just add to this every time we mention a director who's uh, labeled style over substance. Okay. I'm just yeah. going to be like, oh, this is the cousin. <laughs> this, well, they were adopted. Certain yeah. people think they're not part of the family. You. Uh, but I believe they're part of the family. 
Okay. Why did you make that face? What face? You've made very horrific comments against uh, adopted people before. I would never. You said a parent that they don't have the same love for an adopted child that they do for a biological child. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to take that clip and get his ass. Oh, no. It's, you know, I do remember I consider that. you know, all children to be loved. Yes. That's my well, not in a pedophile way. <laughs> this is the thing. Every time I say something, I'm just like, "Oh fuck! What did I just say?" Got him. <laughs> That's getting clipped up by you to get me. <laughs> but yes. Ah. Uh, anyway, where was I? <laughs> Ridley Scott's I just, family. I took a a detour to slam you. So I need to get back on the road. <laughs> right. So again, due to due to him being so prolific, I can't mention every movie he's made. Yeah. But I would like to mention a few just to give a snapshot of his career. Okay. So first of all, he loved sci-fi. As a boy, he read the novels of H.G. Wells and later watched 2001: A Space Odyssey, which inspired him greatly. Okay. Have you read any H.G. Wells novels? No. Can you name some? No. <laughs> okay. Oh. I haven't really either. Oh. But The Time Machine, I have read. Okay. Do you know about it? No. It's a guy who makes a time machine. Whoa. That's so crazy. Well, I know I'm being reductive, but <laughs> that, that is what it's about. <laughs> anyway, that and War of the Worlds. Okay. Well, there's a war. Two worlds. <laughs> no way. That is insane. <laughs> so, yes, I only know the two, but I do know he's a very well, uh, like, known sci-fi author. Okay. Right? Yeah. And... Ridley Scott in his own right is a sci-fi legend right right because the first two it wasn't his first two movies mm. it was his second and third movie but the first two sci- sci-fi movies he made okay was the horror masterpiece Alien or the sci-fi horror masterpiece Alien mm. ever heard of it I have uh, now I'm gonna say something so fucked up no not fucked up so upsetting <laughs> once okay. again and we're the, following a lot of like things I said on the Oppenheimer episode right but yeah. I'm going to do some James Cameron slander. Oh, no. <laughs> Cover your children's ears. Oh, no. <laughs> Put the, give the like dog a sleeping pill so they, <laughs> they don't start barking. <laughs> Wake up all the neighbors or whatever. Right? <laughs> I think Ridley Scott made the best movie in the Alien uh, franchise. <gasps> I think Alien is better than Aliens. With the dollar sign. Do <laughs> 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 you know that story? I've mentioned it here before. Right? Yeah, yeah. When James Cameron went to pitch the movie, Aliens, <laughs> he wrote the word alien on the board. Yes. Looked at the direct, the you know, the people the who was pitching. Producer. To, right? Yeah. Turned back, wrote the number, <laughs> the letter S. Turned yeah. back and looked at them. Turned back and threw two lines down, <laughs> making it a dollar sign. <laughs> and then they agreed to it immediately. <laughs> But yes, I believe Alien is a better movie than Aliens, right? Okay. You can un- you can take your hands off the baby's ears. <laughs> I'm done, you know, with this hate speech. You can wake up the dog again. So, then the sci-fi detective movie Blade Runner. Okay. Right. Two of the greatest movies ever made in the sci-fi genre. Yes. He also, you know, played around in sci-fi genre later on with Prometheus mm. Alien Covenant and The Martian yeah but they aren't nearly as good as his earlier two but you know they're all pretty solid movies yeah right um yeah he did 
he didn't make the best movie in the Blade Runner franchise. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> There's only two. I I mentioned this many times but uh, Blade Runner 2049 yeah is my favorite movie of the 2010s. Yeah. It's in my top 5 all time. Okay. I'm trying to place it right now but it's probably like 3 or 4. Okay. There's another mo- <laughs> you could my number 2 movie for the for the 2010s mm. Mad Max Fury Road oh. which we mentioned <laughs> earlier with Furiosa. Yeah. Right? Anyway, so the next thing that he loves is a historical epic. Okay. His first movie before Alien and Blade Runner was called The Duelist, mm. which I haven't seen. It's a, but it's set during the Napoleonic era. Yeah. This is the first time that he's revisited that period with okay. actual <laughs> Napoleon. Fourteen ninety two conquest. Colon Conquest of Paradise which I also haven't seen. Okay. Literally don't know anything about it just except that it's a historical epic. Right? <laughs> uh Gladiator which I also haven't seen although I'd like to point out two things. Okay. The first is this movie won best picture. Oh. Unfortunately it was snubbed for uh best director. Yeah. You know there's certain hardliners who are like well best director and best picture need to go together like Yeah. How can you make the best picture and not, not be, be the, the best, best director, director, right? Yeah. So certain people are upset about that. Okay. Uh I think Steven Soderbergh won that year. I'd have to go check, but yeah. I can't remember. Okay. That, that's not the point of what we're doing here. Now, yeah. Right? <laughs> the second thing is Oh, sorry. And Gladiator is probably his most acclaimed movie. Yeah. Although I haven't seen it, so I can't speak to that because Blade <laughs> Runner and Alien uh you know I'd wager that they're better than Gladiator. Okay. But I I have no idea. So yeah. I shouldn't wager. <laughs> yeah. But that's what gambling is, isn't it? That is usually how gambling works. Yes. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. So, the second thing is I saw a headline that said Ridley Scott chose Joaquin Phoenix to portray Napoleon after seeing his extraordinary performance in Joker. Okay. Joaquin Phoenix played the villain in Gladiator <laughs> and he was nominated for best supporting actor at the Oscars. <laughs> you worked with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you directed him to a best supporting act. <laughs> What do you mean you watched the Joker? <laughs> Can you not remember like before <laughs> a couple of years ago? Well, anyway, um he has a bunch more historical epics like Exo- Exodus Gods and Kings, which is that historical? It's the Bible. Yeah, I would say so. Uh Oh yeah, the documentary the Bible. <laughs> what's uh, what's it called when fuck the non-fiction book the Bible? <laughs> what's it called when it's a documentary for books? A documentary. A doc- like a documentary of a book. No, a book that's a documentary. A bookumentary. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> he also made The Last Jewel. Okay. Not last year, 2 years ago. Yeah. So yeah, he this guy is a boner for historical epics <laughs> which uh, you know is uh in line with what we're covering today. Yeah. <laughs> I would put that bit forward. Yeah. Right. Um lastly in terms of themes, a couple mm-hmm. of things I see are number one religion. Okay. Right? I don't know if he's a religious man himself, but the idea of spirituality comes up often in his work. Yeah. Uh the obvious one that comes to mind is uh Prometheus. Yeah. Remember I told you like there's these like tall white 
bald guys very muscular <laughs> right <laughs> and the one guy like stabs himself and falls into the water yes and that guy's jesus yeah <laughs> <laughs> right very bizarrely incorporates religion but mm. so again i don't think he's religious because that would be sacrilegious right yeah. to say jesus was an alien yeah <laughs> a muscular alien man <laughs> well they might not, not disagree with muscular but the rest yes they yeah. would disagree with mm. right um the second thing is feminism and women empowerment in general okay in alien well it's a big spoiler oh no <laughs> right? don't do it in alien you don't realize who the main character is mm. you just think like i forget who the guy is the but you just assume that the main guy is the, like the main man is the main character yeah but as the alien kills people <laughs> she's the last <laughs> one left alive and uh, you know she's the it's like she becomes okay. an enduring character like one of the the biggest what's the word icon of uh woman in cinema okay yeah like uh, ripley ellen ripley is uh, mm. and her her name ripley is uh, based on his name Ridley. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yeah, it was written as like a gender neutral character. Yeah. He said that he didn't know if he'd wanted to be a man or a woman. It's just they interview and not interviewed. They cast the person they just thought was best for the role, which was Sigourney Weaver. Right. So, okay. And like uh GI Jane Josephine in this movie yeah. these female characters usually have a lot of uh, agency okay so yeah. there's that um, it doesn't happen often but uh, I read this somewhere else and now I can't unsee it okay but he has like a class resentment class like classism yeah but okay so yeah. he was lower class right his family was born uh, he was born into a lower class family right so there's this like resentment against higher class people. Okay. So again, you don't see it often in his movies, but it comes it up from time up. to time. But that's not really one of his main themes. I just thought I'd mention it because it's something I see. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway, something to open I'm I'm entirely uninterested in Napoleon the person or the movie's accuracy, <laughs> which I've heard is very this is a very inaccurate movie. Yes. So again, I If I want historical facts, I'll watch a documentary or read a book. Yeah. I trust that any facts that have been changed are in service of telling a better story. Yeah. So I won't provide any context for Napoleon the person. Okay. In the same way as Oppenheimer because they you don't really care about yeah. them. But also yeah. I don't want to answer all these questions about historical inaccuracy. I don't give a fuck, bro. Yeah. We're watching a movie. <laughs> I keep repeating myself, <laughs> but we're watching a fictional movie. We're yeah. not watching the life of the movie yeah. right I understand it's a story about him but yeah this also has very similar circumstances to Killers of the Flower Moon okay it's funded by Apple TV okay right yeah they, it's very similarly it's they want a movie with Sir Ridley Scott yeah the guy who made Blade Runner and Alien yeah they, in the same way they want a movie with Martin Scorsese director of Taxi Driver and and other things Raging Bull. Sorry, uh, I was burping. <laughs> <laughs> you were drinking water so you couldn't see my face. <laughs> right. So, it's going uh, out in cinemas for a limited period. Yeah. And then it'll go ex- uh, exclusively on their streaming service. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Kind of like this. You know? Yeah. 
having good movies. Yeah. <laughs> In my opinion, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so can we get into the movie? The, the actual movie. movie. Yes. Yeah. We're running quite long. This yeah. is, like right Robert. now, our episode last week was shorter than <laughs> where we're yeah. at. Now. Yeah. We're like five minutes over where we were last week. <laughs> and we're only getting to the movie now. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, do you want to start? Uh, yeah, I can. I really liked how it was shot. It was like, there's just, I don't know, I I don't think there's anything new with the camera, hmm. per se. It's just done competently and like... Yeah, it's it's just done in a really, really lovely competently way. Competently seems, it's not big enough praise, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, you know when you, you've done it for so long? Yeah. And it just becomes like second nature, it's just like, this is a person with experience, that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it kind of feeds into this narrative that is style over substance. That, is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that this thing looks so good. Yeah. And history, it's entirely historically inaccurate. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe those people who say style over substance, maybe they have a point. But anyway, yes, you were saying. Yeah, it's just like, there's these like, um, I guess they're kind of aerial shots. But they're like Napoleon's point of view. He's just standing on a hill. And the scale of these battles really, I don't know, I, not caught my attention, but it was like, it's, it's nice to see. The movie you watch during Catch Your Attention. That's an indictment. <laughs> you know, that's not what I meant. <laughs> uh, all right, whatever. But yeah, that's, that's kind of it on cinematography. What have you got? Well, I have a lot of things to say, but... Uh, so, th- it begins with the French Revolution. Yes. Actually, cancel that. Okay. It begins with the Reign of Terror, which is after the Revolution. Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah. But this is where the idea of left-wing and right-wing comes from. Okay. Where, like, the people who are pro-monarchy yeah. just stood on the right-hand side of the assembly... And the people who were anti-monarchy just stood to the left-hand side. And that's how... (laughs) The people who are against the entrenched power and are trying to get a more democratic uh, society are the left. And the people who are representing the entrenched power and, you know, are trying to keep a hierarchy on the right. That's the birth of this... Idea. Of, like, why we say left and right. Huh. I don't know that. Yeah. Also... You love to quote uh, this quote, but you don't know what it's about, <laughs> right? Where they say, uh, history often repeats, first as a tragedy and then as a farce. Yeah. It was written about Napoleon and uh, it's either his like, grandson or like, you know, like when you're the grand uncle, he's grand nephew, yeah. right? <laughs> right. Uh, so he is Napoleon Bonaparte. Yes. The grand whatever yeah. is Louis Napoleon right? oh okay so Marx was saying this Napoleon yeah. was the tragedy okay but the fact that they never learned from it <laughs> and you know uh, Louis Napoleon took over and also was a bad guy yeah that's the farce yeah and you can apply to a lot of other things so like the the, the obvious one is the world wars mm. world war one was a tragedy yeah the fact that <laughs> there was another world war that's the farce yeah right Makes sense. The whole point of that quote is that something horrific happens if you don't act to 
you know, undo the circumstances that led to that thing happening. Mm. It's going to happen again. And this time it's not because the first time you, maybe you can't see it coming. Yeah. But the second time, if you can see it coming and you do nothing, it's a fast. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that's called the 18th Brumet of Louis Napoleon. Huh. That's the, I, actually I can't remember, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, so this movie is not really a movie. It felt more like a collection of short stories that all happened to have the same main character. Yeah. A series of vignettes, if you will, right? Okay. The only through line is Napoleon's obsession with Josephine. Yeah, yeah pretty so much. So it, it also didn't follow the usual rhythms of a movie. Mm. So usually, like... You know, because I've watched so many movies. Yeah. I know, like... All right, this is, like, the third act. I would estimate we're, like, hour and a half in. Mm, and yeah. I'll check the time and we're usually like hour and a half in yeah. because you can kind of feel the rhythms of the movie if that makes sense yeah, yeah right like, like ebbs and flows just you know you've watched so many movies that like you know okay this is gonna happen yeah and it's gonna take about 20 minutes to resolve yeah that kind of thing right, right. Yeah. yeah so this movie kind of throws that rhythm off for me okay right? because it's not necessarily like this opening act middle end they're mm. all just small stories <laughs> yeah. to get what I'm saying. I, I, I kind, kind of felt it was like, like um, you know, Shakespearean five-act tragedy. Sure. Where it's like, yeah, it's it's not really the, the, the I guess, stereotypical way of doing things. But it's kind of, it's broken down into smaller portions where in yeah. each thing it kind of... I understand that, but yeah. I'm saying in those portions... Yeah. It didn't go like up. Yeah. Know? It kind of stayed the same. Yeah. It's, it's very, very flat. flat. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This entire movie, you could swap a lot of scenes around. Yeah. With the exception of like him being older, mm. it doesn't really matter watch, what uh, order you watch it in. Yeah. yeah that's what I'm much. trying to get at. That these are like small little stories. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's not how I would usually, what I would associate with the film. Mm. Now... I'm going to say something a little bit fucked. Okay. But I fell asleep again. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks in a row. Unbelievable. That being said, I did go back and rewatch this, right? Okay. Um, yeah. I missed like 20 minutes. Okay. Like the entire plot line of him having a child with another lady. Mm. I missed that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm... Uh, well, I've always had trouble with sleeping. Yeah. But for the past like month and a half, I've stopped drinking coffee. Okay. So I still can't sleep, but I feel very tired all the time. Yeah. And I was in the theater and I was just like dozing off mm. and dozing yeah. off. And then like, there was like a big explosion <laughs> that woke me up. <laughs> and then like, I just went to the, the bathroom and splashed water in my face. Yeah. Whereas, what's the other one? Uh, Free freelance. 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 I just fell asleep. <laughs> like, I did not get up until like, the cleaner was like, uh, <laughs> "Hey man, you need to get out, gotta of get out of here. Well, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here, <laughs> right?" Uh, so yes, I did rewatch this, but I'm, I don't want to say the movie is boring. Mm. I'm saying I was uh, potentially not in the right headspace to to watch to it. watch that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, again, like you said, I thought this was remarkably well shot. Yeah. Um, my favorite scene was the siege where his horse gets hit by the cannonball. Yeah. That shot is the most memorable one in the entire movie. And 
an insane visual in IMAX. That yeah. such a fucking, that fucked me up, bro. Um, I think it's like midway through the movie, mm. that battle scene where they break the ice and all the enemies drown. Yes, that's my favorite. That's a very close second for me. Yeah. Right? Uh, and you know, like blowing up the pyramids, shooting cannons at protesters. Uh, actually, mm. he's, he's supposed to be like this genius uh, tactician, tactician yeah. and he seems to only have one move which is shoot people with cannons yeah which, pretty much <laughs> yeah. it's like wait for them to slowly like walk up to you and then shoot them with cannons yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has one move but yeah <laughs> um, I also thought the score was phenomenal oh it was brilliant especially in the IMAX yeah unbelievable yeah. <laughs> right uh, yeah I was gonna say, well, it should have kept me awake, but again, <laughs> I said it's 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 uh, well, he woke me up. Mm. Uh, but I was saying, you know, it's really my yeah. fault. Yeah, I don't want to blame myself. <laughs> I hate blaming myself. <laughs> Can I blame you for <laughs> falling asleep? <laughs> right. Um, I also thought this was an unbelievably funny movie. Oh yes, right? yes, it was. It's maybe my second or third funny, you know, funniest movie of the year. Mm. Maybe even first. <laughs> I have my first favorite is the Jennifer Lawrence movie mm. where she fucks that kid. Oh, no uh, hard feelings. No hard feelings. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if this is equal with that or or what, but uh, but you know, also like Oppenheimer, the rest of the cinema was extremely quiet. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if I was just misunderstanding and laughing at that weren't supposed to be jokes, but you know, my favorite is when he shouted at the British. Oh, you think you're you're so cool because you're a <laughs> That, like, <laughs> it was an uncomfortable how much noise I made because I was laughing so loud, right? Um, uh, there was a guy this? that was like jurors in front of me. Yeah. That laughed throughout the whole movie. <laughs> Did we go to the same thing? <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> right? But um, the next scene, he... Like, they're fucking. Yeah. Then he, like, it cuts to the next morning. Yeah. He comes, he kisses on the cheek and says, why aren't you pregnant? (laughs) 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 In another scene, he shouts, there's been more than enough lovemaking in this house. And not just with me. (laughs) Yeah, they start throwing food at each other. (laughs) Yeah. Leading on from that, I thought Joaquin Phoenix was phenomenal in this movie yeah um you know i've been saying like well this person that person yeah for like uh best supporting mm, uh yeah. best actress i didn't have a best actor yeah that i felt is like that's the guy or like that's the performance yeah and this is i felt this was way better than bo is afraid okay uh, yeah me too. You know, he's doing very well in that movie as well, but mm, yeah. uh, this character, I thought, was just uh, a lot more his speed. Yeah, I I liked him a lot more in this mm. than in any of the other Joaquin Phoenix movies I've seen. Wow. Yeah. Slamming the Joker. No. That's kind of fucked up what you no. do to the Joker. I would never. Ready Scott cast him in this movie because <laughs> of the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> that towering performance the Joker <laughs> that's the only place he knows him from <laughs> the Joker <laughs> right um, the people not having accents had me supremely yeah, confused You're just yeah. like, look I understand the 
the idea yeah you this you're making a movie for an english audience yeah and most people hate subtitles yeah obviously due to literacy yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um so you want to have everyone speak in english mm. but give yeah, us a generally, french accent generally to get around that they do put on an accent yeah. which some people say is offensive but yeah. it's easier to uh understand mm. because it's like I couldn't really follow who was who. Yeah. Like I know there's a little thing that says uh their name and what country they come from. Yeah. But I can't remember that throughout the scene. <laughs> like <laughs> everyone has a British accent. Yeah. So, yes, I just I don't like that at all. Uh Yeah. If if like everyone was in much starker contrast in terms of colors. Yeah. Like this person only wears blue. It's a pretty colorless movie as well. Sorry. Not colorless just bleak. I'm not bleak uh, like muted. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But yes. I guess. Yeah. I guess they were colors like that one guy wore green, but I mean like much more pronounced like yeah. make it obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah, the accents uh they, really I they're not doing to, I struggle to follow like the plot. There was place. but again this was not a very plot heavy movie. Like I said it's it's more or less going from set piece to set piece but Yeah. in those moments of speaking I really found it tough to follow. There was that I want to say he was the Austrian guy. But his accent sounded way more Russian than Austrian. But I don't know there was an Austrian in this movie. <laughs> he like um I I don't think he really does much. I think he marries his sister. <laughs> Or like <laughs> that guy. Wow. You know the Jamie Lannister. I, I guess that yeah. makes no uh sense to you. But yeah. uh, in Game of Thrones, Jamie Lannister and his sister are they doing twincest. No, man. Not <laughs> like that. <laughs> As in Joaquin Phoenix marries his sister. Oh. The the chick he has the baby with. Oh. Yeah. What you saying that? I, you said <laughs> I see how that can be misconstrued. <laughs> you said you got married to this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes. But yeah, that's that's like that's the only accent I could pick out, I guess. But even then it wasn't Well, I just uh after like the first act, I decided not to bother because <laughs> like I, you know, no yeah. idea what's going on. Yeah. Uh yes. Yeah. Uh you know after they find the Russian place abandoned. Mm. The and they like that place gets burned down. Yeah. That third act slows down quite a lot. Yeah. You know what I was saying about like the rhythms of a movie. Yeah. It would usually build 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 and then like halfway through the third act things get resolved. Yeah. And then the last little bit of the movie is uh like kind of like an epilogue but yeah, not really. Like, tying off clo- close ends. Yeah. That that's the the thing, right? Yeah. But after that it felt more like that Russian palace being burnt down mm. was like the end and the movie just kept on going. Yeah. So again, I thought this movie was a little bit long. Yeah. Could easily chop out half an hour. Yeah, probably. Although originally mm. I I looked at the runtime mm. and I was like two and a half hours. That's going to be so long. so kind of tedious i guess mm. but i think having it broken down into like smaller segments mm. made it a lot easier to get through 
if that makes sense. Well, I will say the second time I watched it was much easier. Because, first of all, because I knew like what was coming. Yeah. And yeah, I guess what you're saying. Because mm. they each can keep your attention for a little bit of time. Mm. And then it kind of like, there's a small lull and then it goes back into doing things. All right, well, you're well, I Well, sorry, sorry. Do you have any more points or... Um, I, I didn't like the way Napoleon was written. Okay. He just seems kind of, I don't know, like, not clunky. Well, I was going to say he's a bit of a loser. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's just kind of like, how did he get into power? He's like an incel. Yeah. Kind of. Although, Except he does get Yeah. pussy. Yeah. So it's like a lot. It's not in itself. Yeah. He's just a whiny bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> he, more. <laughs> he whines a lot. Yeah. That's the the thing that I don't really like about him. But I'd assume he'd be like a, a stoic leader. Yeah. You know uh, the rest of the his army is getting like you know, like in the Justice League mm. when the chips are down. Yeah. Everyone's fucked up. Yeah. And you look to the sky who's there? Big so, Big mm-hmm. Blue. Yeah. He's the he's the last man standing, you know. He's there. And then he's he, ready. just seeing him powers you up. You yeah. know? You're like, God damn it, if he's not going down, I'm not going down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's the same year. <laughs> well not the same year, this is the exact opposite of that, right? <laughs> I don't look at <laughs> if I was a friend soldier, I wouldn't look at the opponent and be like, Oh, that guy's so bad. I think that's like uh, the Toad from the X-Men <laughs> It's not even the same universe <laughs> yeah. So Rachel Oh sorry sorry Are you still No that's That's it for Alright sorry I gave it an 8 Alright Like I enjoyed it But there were some things that Literally in my notes I went I'm pretty sure That's not how that went but well, this yeah. is a movie. So. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I was going to ask you, do you have any historical stuff that you want to talk about? Because I know you love history. There's, it's a lot Let me of... stuff right there. I uh, hate history. Yeah. I'm looking forward. You're looking backward. Yeah. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> carry on yes. Talk I about your history. Shit. I don't want to talk about it, but since you've, you've said talk about mm. it, I can. Um, it's a lot of small things. So like the year of their divorce was like... I think it was actually in 1807, but the movie says 1809, or opposite way around, something like that. It's Uh, a scandal, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Uh, He uses a lot of uh, kind of World War One tactics. It's not really that period's military tactics that he's using. I see. He's using other stuff from way different places. Couldn't you say he's the end of the game? Uh, I guess a lot of people still say he's the best uh, well we were mentioning it he's one of the best military commanders of all time yeah so it doesn't seem out of this like out of place that maybe during World War One they may have been using his techniques uh, in theory yes but it's not the case <laughs> yeah no because the the technology is vastly different I so you, you can't really he wouldn't have been able to do it yeah all right. exactly yeah um then there's also he got so you know uh josephine dies after he's big spoiler what the fuck (laughs) we both watched this movie (laughs) the listeners the poor listeners they should have watched this movie too Um, (laughs) but yeah so (laughs) 
after a fight, yeah, I suck like that. All right, like, <laughs> what happens when those fiend dies? So she dies like a year into his exile, right? Yeah. And then he comes back because, well, not because she's died, but it's like one of the reasons that he comes back. But uh, historically, she died way before he was exiled the first time. Wow. So that's it's it's just like the little things, mm. but that's really about it. Question. Yes. These things you mentioned. Yes. How do they detract from the movie? They detract from my enjoyment. I see. It, what's it? Like specifically my enjoyment, because it's like, why if, don't? If they, they get something wrong, you, yeah. it upsets you. Yeah. Wow. But that's that's just me. Because right, it's yes. like the thing is, as you explain it, I'm like, none of these things make a difference to the movie, the yeah. story being told. These yeah. are just like like this is the stereotypical example that I gave of why I don't care yeah <laughs> it's like shifting some dates around you know that kind of thing yeah yeah but anyway so you gave it an uh, 8 yeah so I gave it a 9 okay I'm leaning towards a 10 okay I'm not leaning toward uh, I'm thinking about going to uh, a 10 okay but I'm leaning towards a 9 alright the it's just the the length that really got to me yeah uh, it's very long if they could chop out 20-30 minutes that, that'd be because you they don't need to show every battle yeah just the, the cool fun ones yeah <laughs> he does you know like, and you know I mentioned that the majority of his things well his one movie is shoot them with cannons mm-hmm. we don't need to see him shooting with cannons every time we could have just done like oh this guy we were doing a war yeah. Sorry, you didn't see it, but uh, we did it. <laughs> yeah, I promise. It was pretty big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it was cool too. Yep. Yeah. But yes, that's my only kind of gripe. You know, I mentioned about the accents. Yeah. That doesn't just being confused for a little bit didn't like I understood the overall thing that mm. was going on. That yeah. you know the accents are a negligible thing. That's okay. what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. So a nine probably going to stay a nine, but uh, yeah. But could possibly it's just, be a ten. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it's so <laughs> the nice. set pieces, oh. the the framing, the oh. again. I keep thinking about the horse getting shot by a cat. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I've been thinking about it ever since I seen that movie. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. yeah. So can we get into recommendations? Yeah. <sighs> so I watched The Visitor. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. A 1979 movie starring John Huston. Okay. Which is basically in the vein of. Children are evil movies, which uh, from that era, which right. are like The Omen, The Exorcist. Okay. Uh, this, however, is nowhere near as good as those <laughs> movies. Oh no! Even those movies, I don't think are great. Yeah. But both The Omen and The Exorcist, I thought were hilarious. All right. I know I was supposed to be scared, but they're just funny. It's like the way people get killed. It's like so comical. <laughs> <You> just, <laughs> just, so she's being possessed and she's vomiting all over the place. <laughs> it's not scary it's pretty funny <laughs> somebody goes to talk to her she just goes <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> it's truly so funny yes but yes this this was a very slow boring movie okay I gave it a five mm. and I don't usually do this like if you notice I very very give lower than like a five yeah that's like my like if you're holding the camera up and it's stunts up thing I'll give you like, yeah. I'll give you like four marks yeah. <laughs> I'm like very lenient 
but fuck this was boring <laughs> jesus christ okay so i gave it a five right because the four feels like very harsh mm. so five just seems good okay <sighs> then i watched napoleon dynamite which was an nice. offbeat surreal comedy from my youth nice you know your brother is a big fan i did not know that well yeah he was <laughs> i don't know if he's in one day you know uh, well yeah. if you've seen it recently but now the big question is did i watch it did i watch this because the main topic this week was napoleon i would guess yes yeah of course it yes was. <laughs> <laughs> i thought it'd be uh, immediately clear <laughs> apparently i need to spell it out <laughs> i gave it a seven it reminds me of the you know they used to do epic rap battles on youtube I know. Well, I'm aware of it, but I don't. I don't think I've ever watched one. Uh, was, no, no, sorry, I've watched mm-hmm. one. It was Bill Gates and uh, Steve Jobs, <laughs> and I thought That's... that was so cringe. I've then like a anytime like my my one friend he sends those things to the group. Yeah, I don't watch it. <laughs> oh, no, fuck. <laughs> anyway, they had one between the Napoleons. Who are the Napoleons? Bonaparte and Dynamite. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, is that it? Yeah. All right. Uh, this uh, this week's all the return of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Okay. Have you heard of them? Nope. They're like an anthropomorphic meal. Meal? One guy is a milkshake. Oh. One guy is like uh, fries or oh. chips. Right? Okay. Yeah. One guy is a meatball. And they okay. share a house with this guy. His name is Carl. Actually, Carl is their neighbor. Oh. And uh, they go on surreal adventures. They fought an alien. Well, these mm. alien pranksters try to fuck with him. <laughs> 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 like, these alien pranksters are, like, constantly trying to get into, like, like trouble. Right. But nobody takes them seriously. <laughs> All the stuff they do, like, is only mildly inconvenient. <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's it's like uh, one of those cartoons that used to run like at 1am in the morning oh, okay. so when I couldn't sleep I would watch it okay and I think it was cancelled like two years ago okay maybe a little bit further back mm. but I rewatched this sometimes during the pandemic yeah and because I thought it was over yeah. <laughs> and they you know I think this is season 12 now that they came back with okay so I'm not gonna give a rating on that first episode yeah but the show overall is a 7 out of 10 Okay. This is pretty funny in some places, but right. very dumb humor. Yeah. So, I mean, not for everyone, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, and I know we usually, so the next thing is, I know we usually use this segment to talk about movies and TV shows, mm. but this segment is called Recommendations. So okay. I don't mind saying this. Yeah. I want to recommend the new H Bomber Guy video. <gasps> you know who that is? Yes. Is a YouTuber. Yeah. So, <laughs> the, the video is about plagiarism. Okay. And I think it's time to confess something. What are you confessing? So, do you know how you always have the same news and thoughts as me every week? Yes. And I'm like, you son of a bitch, how, how dare you? Yeah. I've been hacking your iPad. <laughs> I've just hacked your iPad and I, I copy-pasted all your notes. But I delete all the nerd shit and <laughs> let you say those stuff. Like <laughs> right. But anyway, uh, he brought up some great points. Like okay. I said last week, I've been trying to get better at creating when I use something. Mm. So, like for this episode, yeah, I've got a bibliography. Oh, nice! Because <laughs> like all the sources, like I'll mention, like oh, I read this in Variety or whatever. Yeah. Now I want to 
be more aggressive <laughs> and like put the, the URL in the description, etc. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. This really set me straight. You know, okay. Uh, all the yeah. bad habits I have, like not giving credit where it's due. Yeah, it's gotta come to an end. Fair enough. So yeah. All the notes I give is <laughs> from his iPad. <laughs> just yeah, I don't write. I don't rate YouTube videos out of ten. Yes. So I'll just give it a thumbs up. Okay. I know you can't see this listeners, but I'm doing a thumbs up. Yeah, can, can confirm. confirm. I was actually not. I was. <laughs> I was lying to the listeners. <laughs> no, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> uh, I'm actually about truth. I was just trying to see if you, are, you know, how truthful you are with the listeners. I guess it's only me and the listeners. <laughs> you can trust me, listeners. I can't trust him. Because that lie was a trick to, to, you know, to find out, realize <laughs> what we did. <laughs> anyway, next, uh, last week's blank check episode was called I Love You to Death. Right. Which is not part of a mini series. They occasionally do a palate cleanser in between series, right? Okay. So they finished, uh, finished it last week. Mm. Sorry, the week before. And then last week, this is the palate cleanser. Right. And even more occasionally, these palette lenses that are chosen by their producer, his name is Ben. Okay. So they call the Ben Choice. Right. And Ben's choices are always like deranged movies from like, <laughs> the 80s and 90s that he watched as a youth. Okay. Uh, I've mentioned a few on this podcast. Like, this guy's name is Clifford, mm. played by Martin Short. Yeah. Who's an adult, but he's playing a child. Yes. And it's never commented on yeah. this. <laughs> it's a middle-aged man playing a child. <laughs> um, another one, I don't think I mentioned, but the Fletch movies. Mm, okay. So Fletch was a detective. Yeah. Played by... Oh, he wasn't... It? He was... I think he was a reporter. Okay. Played by Chevy Chase. Oh. And very funny movies. They made a... Not a remake, like a continuation of the Fletch movies, like... Either last year or two years ago. Okay. Starring John Hamm. Yeah. And it was a fantastic movie. I saw it in the theater. Oh. <laughs> but okay. Yeah. Um, it did very poorly. So, <laughs> right. Um, so, although this is directed by a director who is acclaimed, he's not an acclaimed director. Huh? Let me clarify. Okay. He is not acclaimed as a director. Oh, he's acclaimed I see. as a screenwriter. Oh, and he happened to direct this. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He's acclaimed in another area, and he's directing this. He's not an acclaimed director. Mm. Right. Right. Got you. Um, in the opening credits, I oh, sorry. Do you know what his name is? No. His name is Lawrence Caster. Okay. As does that name ring any bells? I probably should if you're asking this question. He wrote my favorite movie. Your favorite movie. Yes. My number one movie. I both think it's the best movie ever made and it's my favorite movie. I've mentioned it many multiple times. Back, Back to, to the Future. No. <laughs> <laughs> I only really watched Back to the Future a few weeks ago. <laughs> uh, I, I mentioned this because I was asking the kids that I tutor mm. uh, what movies they liked. Yeah. And I mentioned it to them. Okay. And that movie is? I have no idea. The Empire Strikes Back. God damn it. Right? You know, I, I was telling the kids that, like, I'm like, you guys know about the new Star Wars. Yeah. And I'm like, the Star Wars I like is from the 80s. <laughs> and they were like, what? There were Star Wars before? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he wrote The Empire Strikes Back. So he kind of, uh, somewhat of a blank check. That's why I'm like, even though this isn't a blank check series, mm, yeah. 
it kind of works as a because most of Ben's choices, well, all of Ben's choices are not blank check movies. They're just yeah. whatever he, <laughs> yeah, whatever he can yes. think up. But as I was watching this, I thought, wow, this is a kind of a blank check in and of itself mm. because he gets this huge career because he didn't only write the Empire Strikes. Like he, he wrote of quite a few movies that did very well. Yeah, and he parlayed that into a directing career, which was very bad. Right. <laughs> so they were just kind of like we've got lots of offers for you to do screenwriting yeah none to be a director and he's like no I want a director <laughs> <laughs> anyway in the opening credits I saw James Cameron okay so I assumed that he was a producer and I was expecting some weird sci-fi stuff okay as it turns out I was mistaken the name was actually James Gammon <laughs> <laughs> like the meat right? <laughs> who was an actor in the movie so yeah so anyway, yes. in the movie itself, the main character is a insanely racist character of an Italian man played by Kevin Klein, who is not Italian. Oh no! Right? It's okay. about a woman who's trying to kill her husband, but he keeps surviving. <laughs> right? Uh, it has a few laughs, but overall, not a good movie. Okay. I was leaning towards a five, but that feels a bit harsh, so I gave it a six. Okay. And uh, yeah, your recommendation? Um, I watched No Hard Feelings this week. Yeah, the Jennifer Lawrence one. Yeah, that's the only that. reason you yeah. <laughs> you knew the name. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I I didn't really enjoy it that much. I found it to be like yeah, there's some very very funny moments, but I didn't. Um, I don't know. I guess I just don't enjoy the plot that much. Because you hate sex comedies. That's another thing we've uh, yes we've established on the we show. Have it. Yes. it makes you upset. Yeah, you hate the idea of love. You only love hate. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hate is your favorite emotion. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Anyway, carry on. So yeah, I mean, it was like it was alright. I gave it a seven, uh, and that's all I had time for this week. Wow. So what were you doing? Say it. Gaming. Preparing for this podcast. That's bullshit. You can't prove that. What games do you play? What games do I play? What games were you playing when you were supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's like the plane game. The plane game? When you shoot, uh, you're playing and you shoot guys. CSGO. What's, what's CSGO? CSGO is a first person shooter. Yeah, shooting. That's so what like, I said. You're, you're like an army guy. Yeah, what if you're a guy in a plane that shoots? What's that? That's a different game. Like a, I guess maybe War Thunder. Alright, whatever. What were you playing? League of Legends. So you admit. Oh my god, he admitted. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he said the line. Yeah, but that's bad. Yeah. We're doing a movie podcast, not a... Whatever rubbish you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I done. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Not you. <laughs> the listeners. I'm thanking the listeners for listening. Please remember to rate review. Because you had this like big smile when I said thank you for listening. <laughs> like I need to make sure. <laughs> Please remember to rate review, subscribe, <clears throat> give a like, etc. Importantly, it needs to be a five-star review. It has to be. Don't bother if not. Just go home. Go home. <laughs> you don't have to, actually. You don't, you don't have to go home. You just can't stay here. Yeah. yeah. Unless you give us five stars. <laughs> in which case, yeah. Then it's fine. Stay. Have yeah. a beer. Although I, I don't drink, so I don't have a beer. <laughs> so I can take you to the shop. We can get like a, a six-pack, whatever. But uh, when I say have a beer, I don't mean. 
Toast my friends. There's no like a bottle of water there. <laughs> Have a, a cup, cup of tea. tea. Mm. Mm. I don't want to waste my tea bags on. Oh my god! Some fucking alcoholic <laughs> came here to drink beer. <laughs> anyway, I don't even. Drink, you know, when I do drink, I don't drink beer. It's too. It's too heavy. Yeah. I just don't like it. Okay. Uh, anyway, please subscribe to Patreon <laughs> to listen to our movie commentaries. You can find all our links at paceup.com. That's P-A-I-C-I-P.com. Please tell a friend. Tell that friend to tell a friend. Tell a family member. Tell everyone. And, uh, yeah. Goodbye. Cheerio. Bye.